I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Previously on Chaotic Normal of the Shattered Isles, the crew of Melora's Borealis, also known as the Aristocrabs, sailed to an island with a crashed ship they believed to be the Sea Ghost, but only found hags. They pried information from the hags about where the Sea Ghost talks, and followed that trail to an island. This island had a cove known as a Smuggler's Den, and they found a location for them to dock, which had a very scary house on it. I took it upon myself to be the first one in and managed to get the ever-loving shit scared out of me by a very ominous voice. After the crew calmed me down with some grog, we then made our way inside this house and split up as a good adventuring party always should. Jules, Zellnern, and Phil made their way to the kitchens while Celeste and I investigated the room where we originally heard the screams. Phil, Zellnern, and Jules fought some centipedes off. Phil also managed to get very scared by this terrifying voice. Let us now see where myself and Celeste managed to go in this haunted house in Chaotic Normal, the Shattered Isles. Celeste and Rubera, you went off on in the direction that uh, Rubera had come running from back towards that patio room. And you once more find yourself in the uh, Rubera, you once more find yourself in the living area. There is an old dead furnace in the uh, eastern side or western side of the room as you enter from a door on the east side. On the north is the uh, door leading to the uh, rickety patio that Rubera had jumped in from. And then on the south side is broken furniture piled up just like out of the way on the side of the room as rubbish. Here on the ground, Rubert's very quick to point out the footsteps or the like the, the footprints in the dust that lead to a spot of the hardwood that suddenly disappear. It was this spot in the hardwood that Rubert had put his ear towards only to hear the voice bellowing out, Welcome to your doom, followed by a cacophony of hideous screams so terrible it shook his very soul. Am I able to see any magic there since I still have my spell? Yeah, uh, 
the same illusion magic that was covering uh, Rubert covers a shimmering spot in the door or in the floor. Almost a perfect square uh, about, wow, that is a, yeah, about a perfect square, about uh, three feet by three feet uh, shimmers with illusion magic in the, in the floor there. Um, should we try throwing a rock or something at it? Sure. Go for it. You you pick up a piece of rubbish out of the uh, southern side of the room and heft it over there with your deft skill, Rubert. Yes. Uh, it clatters against the uh, hardwood with a thud, and that's it. Hmm. Maybe you should go touch it again. But you know it's magic this time, so you can't get frightened. I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I cast guidance on him too. You feel the grog still warming your throat. You mm. feel uh, uh, Celeste flips a uh, Taroka card to move away from the Dark Lord, and that gives you a bit of guidance. What's, um, what's wrong with the Dark Lord? We don't. We're not. We don't have time to get into that right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This explains a lot, though. Actually. <laughs> You creep over to the uh, you creep over to the uh, part of the floor, moving quietly on nimble acrobat's foot feet, and you reach that spot in the uh, hardwood where the feet footsteps suddenly stop, uh, which is exactly where uh, Celeste sees the square of magic in the ground. Do you touch it with your hand? Wait, is there something beyond it? Uh, no, it's just basically, or like it's in the center of the room. Rubert. There's just basically a square of, to Celeste, glowing magical hardwood that footprint or footsteps just stop at in the center of this room. Rubert, if you're worried, there used to be a story we got told by the ancient ones where there was this girl who got swept away by Melora and her storm and ended up in a faraway land and had to go to this wizard's house who was a big sorcerer but it turns out all of his stuff he just covered in an illusion that was green so you know it's probably not as bad as it seems especially since the hags that you killed said that they weren't actually like ghosts so don't be afraid because you look pretty afraid right now otherwise you would touch it I'm not afraid of anything, and then I go and place my hand on it. As you place your hand on it, a devilish, evil voice full of malevolence booms out. Welcome, fools. Welcome to your deaths. <laughs> and hideous screams follow as the damned are tortured below. Touch it again. Isn't that what he said last time? Wait. That was the same. That was the same voice. I'm getting Wait pretty hyped. Minute. Touch it again. Okay, yeah, I, I'll touch it again. A uh, loud, <laughs> malevolent voice booms out. Welcome, fools. Welcome to your deaths. Uh, and booming, fiendish laughter follows along with the echoing cries of the tortured souls beneath. Oh, that's so cool. Rivera, pull out that plank. We're going to take it with us. <laughs> I gotta pry the floorboard up. 
<laughs> I won't might I add, uh, loud malevolent voice <laughs> booms out, Welcome, fools! Welcome to your deaths! And uh, booming fiendish laughter follows that spoken message oh, along with uh, the cries of the damned. Just think of all the pranks we can pull on our but, friends. But rather than the floorboard prying out, uh, you push and pull with like a crowbar uh, or maybe a bit of like scrap furniture, and suddenly that whole three foot section of floor flies open, making itself clear that it's a trapdoor set on hinges. Oh, you stumble oh. back as the uh, trapdoor flies up. Uh, once more, it booms out uh, its message of uh, welcome, fools. To yeah, we get it. Yes. Okay, yeah, you're, you're uh, fine. <laughs> as you've basically been sitting here ringing a doorbell over and over and over. <laughs> oh, do you, think they, do you think they know we're here? I don't know. I heard Zalnel shout, shout something on our way here, so I'm sure they already knew that. They're fine, yeah. We even shouted, we're going this way, so... you. You do hear some commotion going on in the entrance hall, uh, but it seems unconnected. Uh, fortunately, your welcome, fools, welcome to your deaths, was exactly timed with the uh, one <laughs> that was heard in the other room. Uh, How could it have been? It was so infrequent. <laughs> uh, however, you see that underneath this trap door, there is a cellar. Uh, or there's a staircase leading to a cellar and torchlight flickers up towards you. Let's go in. Yeah, let's see what's up here. I'm sure they have no idea we're coming. We're going to get the jump on them. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> that doorbell definitely did not sound any alarm. Yeah, we go down. <laughs> uh, you step your way down the stairs and it opens into a torchlit chamber that was once a large cellar but has been converted into living quarters. Ten crude beds stand along the south wall, each with a wooden locker at its foot. A long wooden trestle table ringed by rickety stools dominates the center of the room. Metal cutlery, cups, and dirty plates sit atop the table. A cook stove is installed near the table, and evidence of recently cooked meals sits in a pot atop it. A large ham hangs from a loop of twine near the stove. A sturdy set of stairs that, uh, you, you just come down a sturdy set of stairs that leads to that trap door in the ceiling above, and there are two wooden doors in the east side of the room as well. So you seem to have found yourself in a living quarters meets kitchen, uh, it's hidden, it's been, uh, repurposed out of a cellar in the uh, uh or in the, in the cellar of this manor house there does not seem to be anyone in it um you take that half of the room i'll take this half and then i just start opening foot lockers <laughs> all right so you just start looting through people's <laughs> foot lockers in here all right uh you start looting through people's foot lockers and uh let's find out what's in there Oh yeah, uh, you start looting through the uh, foot lockers. Uh, they're pretty easy to uh, pick the locks of. Uh, what's your lock pick or your thieves tools or skill, Rubert? Thieves tools. Hmm. You mean I guess it would be thieves tools? I'm not actually. Just sleight of hand. Uh, you like pull out. Or you like kind of try to open these. Uh, these lock boxes and realize that they're locked you could break them open if you wanted uh with a dc 12 strength check if you had a crowbar did the climbers kits we have have crowbars no they don't <laughs> well these are uncrackable 
These are some crafty pirates. <laughs> so you find yourself unable to open these, but you realize Phil, I think he's proficient in thieves tools, right? Uh, so you can ask Phil to uh, help you in a moment. Um, but as you're like kind of looking through these and realizing, damn, we can't open these uh, foot lockers. Uh, your eyes turn towards the, uh, or your eyes turn towards those doors on the Eastern side of the room. Uh, they turn there because of motion that you've just seen uh, as a pair of people, or sorry, a trio of people step into the room. Two pirates garbed in leathers with cutlasses already drawn, and then a pirate behind them who's uh, boasting a strange long uh, like metal stick with wood wrapping on it. You recognize it as a delen- or as a uh, an uh, ancien republic firearm. And as this, uh, as this, uh, this pirate is boasting a rifle, basically, that he, or a musket that he's aiming at you, and two pirates have cutlasses drawn, one of them says, Avast ye, ye've come to the wrong place. And they charge towards you. Roll initiative, oh, the okay. two of you. Rebear, here's your time to get chummy with them. <laughs> they didn't even give me a chance. <laughs> I would have had so much food with you. I got nine. <laughs> Uh, 12. All right, to your dismay, the pirates are quicker. Uh, the pirates are quicker. Uh, the two with cutlasses charge forward and rush their way straight towards Rubert, one towards Rubert and one towards Celeste, easily closing the distance in the room. Uh, Celeste, the cutlass scrapes across you as he swings at you for a critical hit. The blade cuts into you for a devastating blow of seven slashing damage. Meanwhile, Rubert, the one with cutlass drawn, comes towards you, hand raised in a more dueler's stance, and he slashes at you, uh, but you easily sidestep it. His form was bad, uh, and you he gets a six to hit. Uh, so you easily sidestep it. However, before you can uh, react to either of them, there is a thunderous boom, as the and the whole chamber explodes in such a booming sound filling with smoke as that uh as that boomstick that musket belonging to the uh third pirate goes off the bullet soaring through the air for 17 to hit as it strikes into rubert that that's, a hit, a hit. that's a hit rubert it strikes into you for a devastating oh i don't have a d12 oh there it is uh it strikes into you for a uh a devastating 14 points of piercing damage Ooh, okay. uh, and the and there is just suddenly a cloud of thick white smoke that's filled the room, an acrid, to- like toxic chemical smell, and all, everyone's ears are ringing from the uh, explosive sound of this uh, this musket being discharged in a subterranean chamber that's not very big. Uh, and as you're ringing, Rubert, you're clutching onto your side where it grazed against you, blood leaking out. Rubert, what it do you do? It was more than a graze. <laughs> There's a pirate with a cutlass next to you who's kind of clutching at his head because he already missed terribly and that rigging was so loud. Uh, my, like, uh, scimitar is, like, vibrating and it's hilt at my side as the, I draw the cutlass of warning and then I'll slash it across the one that just approached me. Heck yeah. Four. Uh, 14 plus four. Uh, something and note that scimitar of warning did make it to where they didn't get a surprise round on you all mm-hmm. 
19 to hit. Oh, that's definitely a hit. You easily cut through this pirate's leathers. Uh, and I am going to use a flourish. Which one, though? Show off. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use a defensive flourish as I will deal uh, seven plus three, uh, ten slashing damage to him. Wow, he stumbles back crying out, not dead, but so terribly wounded that he clearly has no interest in fighting anymore. Uh, and then I will move towards the one with the uh, the gun. All right, you move across the room towards the one with the musket, uh, and you've, so you've just attacked the first one. You just shove past him, moving your way up towards the scout as he's de- desperately trying to drop another ball into the rifle and to start patting it down with a large rod that he's drawing out of the front. It seems to be a whole contraption. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, I'm like waving the blade in front of me, like defensively, yeah. like it to, in order to like deflect any musket balls as I increase my AC plus six. Wow, that's incredible. All right, so you're a pretty hard-to-hit guy. Uh, Celeste, there's still a pirate in front of you. Cutlass drawn. He's try- He just cut across you for a devastating blow. What do you do? Am I... If I thorn whip him, am I able to like aim... Like kind of aim him away from me towards the guy with the musket? Ah, uh, yes, because it's cool. I'll let you attempt that with disadvantage. Okay, fair. I got a crit and a crit miss. <laughs> oh no. There's a moment there where it starts to drag him, but then attempting to yank it off to the side, you end up basically you're trying to pull him, but you're actually dragged forward towards the uh guy. You bump into the cutlassman, uh, and he kind of shoves you back, but you don't hurt anyone. Okay. Well then as a bonus action, I am going to cast healing word on Rubert on That's his side. Call. Which is four plus four. All right. Wait, no, it's my spell casting. Yeah, four plus four, so eight. Uh, The uh, pirate that uh, Rubert cut, he scrambles away from the fight, backing himself into a corner uh, and like kind of hiding out in a corner of the room, scrambling well away from the bunks. Meanwhile, the pirate that uh, Celeste is up against with a cutlass cuts in and says, Yeah, you cur, you've come to the wrong place. We're gonna feed you to the. We're gonna feed you to the beast. And he cuts against you for a, uh, a nine to hit. It's not a success, I imagine. A nine, Celeste. No. I thought you were um, talking to Rubert because you said you, he turned in the middle. <laughs> Rubert, the uh, the man with the rifle or the musket realizes you're closing in on him. He doesn't have time to load this, let alone shoot it. You've gotten up next to him. So he tosses that to the ground and draws a pair of daggers from a bandolier, brandishing one forward and one back grip, and then starts slashing into you, not once, but twice with his daggers, uh, hitting you. Uh, cutting into you once for 15 to hit and yes. once for 10 to hit you yes. easily defend every blow deflect, he throws yeah, at deflect you deflect the daggers like throwing them to the side yeah everything he does you cut away you uh, push back with your defensive flourish uh it's then rubert your turn uh then i'll go to self slash at him baby if that's gonna be a miss for eight to hit uh you swing it cuts against the leathers but doesn't hurt him and then I will uh, give Celeste a wink as I cast Healing Word on her. 
Oh, that's fun. Look at that teammates. <laughs> For uh, seven HP. Ooh, back up all. Nice. Uh, and then it is, uh, so it's Rubert. Celeste, what do you do? Um, I... If I dodge, I can like, can I like slip under the guy and like run towards the musket? Yeah, as a bonus to... action, you can do that. Okay. Even it's called, uh, oh my gosh, what is it called? Tumble? Yeah, tumbling. So as a bonus action, you can tumble. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it does require an acrobatics check. Oh, you have to let's beat see. the uh, pirates three. Okay, let's do it. Let's try it. Let's do a tumble and run towards the musket. I got crit. Whoo. I know, a cool tumble, like Rubert style tumble. <laughs> you easily slide beneath his legs, get your way over to the uh the pirate who had the musket and is now wielding two daggers. Yeah. Oh, you think you think I do cool tumbles? Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh you make your way to that pirate. Do you have an action you're gonna do? Um Is so is the musket like on him or did he like uh, set it he, down? He dropped it to the ground. Okay, I'm just gonna pick up the musket. All right, you snatch up his musket. He <laughs> looks at you sternly with, like, rotting teeth and says, Leave your hands off me, gun! No. <laughs> Arr! And uh, that's that's all he can do to stop you there, because he's too busy caught up in a knife fight with uh, Rubert. Um, and then if you are finished, uh, if you're finished, Celeste? Yeah. All right. Uh, the pirate who uh, you just... Uh, dodged by comes running back towards you his cutlass is swinging down into celeste uh the blade cuts against you for 11 to hit that's a miss you easily dodge it and uh Robert, did you miss your did i miss your turn in there i did miss your turn in there Robert, no, go. I, no i missed in the healing worded oh yeah it was lame no it's great <laughs> uh <laughs> thanks <laughs> Uh, the, uh, the pirate who with the two daggers who formerly had the musket cuts into you for 14 to hit and 17 to hit. Uh, both are hits. Oh gosh. Uh, his blades, uh, with your flourish ended, you're going to go ahead and take three plus, uh, three. So six piercing damage. And he says, aha, not so good now, are ye? You tell uh, me. And then I slash it. Dope. Oh my god, that's a crit. <laughs> <laughs> Great time for that comeback of uh, you'll see. Um, you fumble, actually opening yourself to the next attack against you has advantage. Cool. Uh, and uh, not a good showing for Robert Grace and Celeste. What do you do? I, no, this time I oh. give instead of just a wink, I do two a full blink at Celeste as I give Bardic inspiration to huh? What? You've That's part of my crit miss. <laughs> okay. Oh, you are fully blinking. That's why. Uh, so, uh, Celeste, you have Bardic Inspiration, so you can use that to add to an attack, right? Um, attack roll, uh, ability check, or saving throw, and um, add to the spell damage or healing. Okay. And do I roll that, or do you roll it? You roll it. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to... Thorn whip the guy who's coming after me. All right, uh, make an attack roll. Ooh, I got 26. Wow, that's a definite hit. That's a hit. 
Wait, I think I did that. No, wait. I think it. That doesn't sound. That right. doesn't sound right. I'd be very impressed, but I didn't want to call you. I alive. rolled a seventeen and got a three with his. Oh, you don't have to add bardic inspiration. You can add it after the fact. Oh, then I'm gonna wait. I got for sure a seventeen plus my modifier, so. It's a hit. Yeah, it's a hit. Roll damage. You can edit to your damage. Hey, let's do that. All right, do it. Six damage. Not a lot. Uh, the pirate is hurt, but not bloodied. Uh, but then it's thrown, thrown him away. And, he, or, and he's like yanked to the side. He kind of stumbles off footing. Uh, well, meanwhile, the scout's still there stabbing at you. Uh, you suddenly realize that the pirate that uh, Rubert had cut, but not killed, uh, he still looks like he doesn't want to fight anymore. The pirate who Robert had cut so devastatingly uh, uh, flees from the encounter, but not up the stairs that you came down. Uh, even though there doesn't seem to be, there only seems to be one other door that he could escape from, other than the door that they came in from. But you're kind of like up and surrounding those doors. Instead, he flees towards a wall where there is a uh, rack, like a wine rack in here. There's actually a couple shelves of wine bottles in here. It's an old wine cellar. He flees towards one of those, and you see him fumbling for a moment, and then he grabs one bottle off the wall. And as soon as he does it, the whole wall seems to turn around, leaving a uh, another wine uh, rack replacing this one. And the bandit gone is basically it turned on a dime. That pirate is uh, has escaped from this room through a secret door in the wine rack. Uh, but before you can pay too much attention to him, the scout with his two daggers stabs at Rubert once, twice for 17 and 16. He's clearly, sho- he's clearly showing... Oh, and actually one of those should have had advantage. No crit. Uh, he's clearly showing his power as he gets a four damage and a five damage. His dagger's cutting into Rubert. And uh, Rubert, what do you do? One pirate is bloodied in this room and one pirate is... Uh, one pirate is at full health with the two daggers. He's a... Uh, yeah, I guess I haven't damaged him. I'm gonna... I gotta... I gotta try and finish him uh it's like <laughs> like kind of like bleeding a little bit but because i wear that red cloak it's kind of blending in so you oh. can't see and then one day you'll bring your brown pants out uh, <laughs> but then i go and try and slash across him uh, you're not gonna give the best of me uh 12 plus five, 17 to hit that's definitely a hit and I'm going to use a slashing flourish. Oh wait, is the other um, pirate? He's adjacent ad- as well. Yeah, adjacent. Okay, cool. So with the slashing flourish, um, I'm going to deal this extra die to him as well. Oh hell yeah! So it's just basically a a big cut. Like you call for Celeste to duck, she ducks. The blade cuts over. Yeah, both. I do like a sweeping slash across the two of them. It's freaking cool. Do it. Um, so seven slashing against just the dagger pirate. He is bloody. An extra four to the both of them. And that kills the uh, cutlass pirate. And uh, you see that the uh, dagger pirate who once had the musket is incredibly wounded. Um, <sighs> you won't get the best of Rubert. <laughs> Celeste, what do you do? Uh, Rubert's just basically beating this guy down, but he still looks committed and says, Hey, you'll die before I do. I aim the musket at his face 
trying oh, to intimidate yeah. him, and I'll be like, put down your weapon and tell us what that beast is. I'll let you make an intimidation check, but for reasons I'm not telling you yet, uh, that's the DC is very hard. Oh, shit. Intimidation. It's 18. Uh, he laughs back at you and says, foolish girl, it's not even loaded. Uh, and unfortunately, you do not scare him into submission. God and in it. fact, he uh, then slashes a dagger Wait, at you, can I use my Can I use my bonus oh, yeah. action first to yeah, heal Rubert? Do. Uh, six. Uh, he slashes a dagger against you for 22 to hit uh, uh, Celeste, and then plunges a dagger at Rubert for 12 to hit, which, Rubert, do you deflect that? All right, so one dagger cuts into Celeste for five piercing damage. Um, Rubert, what do you do? There's but there's the one scout. He's at two hit points. He's so wounded looking, but he seems dedicated to fighting. You'll regret ever working for the ghost ship as I slash across him for 11 plus 5, 16 to hit. That's definitely a hit. <laughs> for 7 slashing damage. You cut, you cut his throat and he topples to the ground. Uh, you take a moment gasping for air, uh, patching wounds. Meanwhile, in the other room, uh, Phil, Jules, and Zelnern, you've t- stepped down those screaming stairs, and it seems that almost every step you take, it shouts out the same, like, welcome to your, uh, welcome to your death. Uh, and you've stepped your way down into a, uh, into a cellar. Uh, or into a wine cellar. Uh, Shoulder-height wooden bottle racks line the north and west walls here. There appears to be, or there appear to be no intact bottles left in the racks, and shattered bottles cover the floor. Against the east wall, at the foot of the stairs you've just stepped down, rest two large metal storage bins that appear to be empty. In the center of the room lies a human corpse clad in plate mail that's been long battered. He has a long sword lying by the cor- by his right side, and a large shield covers the corpse's legs. As you take in this surprising scene, there's suddenly a grinding sound. There's some shouting. And then, sorry, some shouting coming through the mortared stone. And then there is a grinding sound. And you watch as the uh, wine rack at the southern end of this hall suddenly rotates as if on a uh, on a disc in the ground. And as it turns around, another wine rack is presented to your side with a pirate, bloodied and t- uh, terrified, cutlass in hand, uh, having just worked the trap door mechanism or secret door mechanism to basically turn the door around from where he was engaging with Rubert and Celeste and running into the room you two have or you three have just stepped into what do you say to this man as he uh he's grabbing at the one wine bottle and says I got away from those fools hey hello there are you in a hurry from somewhere uh, he turns, blood dripping out of a wound in his side, seeing the three of you, and says, Malora, guide me. Please don't kill me. Oh, by the storm, let me live. I'll, I'll spill all the beans. Get on your knees. That sounds great. Oh, could you give us your weapon, by the way? He throws it eagerly to the ground. It skitters, landing near that body in the ground. And I I actually didn't see any beans in the kitchen. Is there another storage pantry somewhere? 
We've got plenty of beans. We've been smuggling all kinds of beans. Ancienet Chapelle beans. Uh, we got beans from Tretzazil. We even got beans from the Mermaid Isles. What only grow beneath the seas? My crew's gonna be so happy. Thought you guys did some more sinister stuff than just bean trading. I mean, he looks at you and says, "Hi, uh, beans are coming all kinds." Oh. Um, Okay. Uh, Magical beans. You People step. Beans. You step towards this. Uh, your your victim. Your victim. Christ. Uh, you step towards your captive. Uh, meanwhile, Jules and uh, or not Jules. Uh, Rubert and Celeste. You've just killed these two pirates, but one of them escaped, pulling at a wine bottle in the wall to the north. Do you try to pursue him so he doesn't go and raise the alarm? Yes, I think we have to pursue. Are you ready? Okay, let's both get up against this wine rack. Um, what, what, what is it, Celeste? Yeah, we should definitely do that, but should we also grab this ham for Zelnern? Uh It's like staked into the wall. Oh, that's too bad. Never mind. We can point it out there, but okay, let's get <laughs> we'll against this wine it rack. Out. And so the two of you rush up to the wine rack? Yeah, as soon as we pull it, we attack whoever's behind it. <laughs> okay, ready, <laughs> action. <laughs> All right, uh, you pull the bottle. Uh, uh, Celeste already drawing the thorn whip out. The, the whole ground rotates. This is as Zelnern, Phil, and Jules are walking up to the bandit who's on his knees. He's thrown his weapon out. He's, a, he's ready to be their captive. They're walking up to him when suddenly a grinding in the stone, it rotates and suddenly uh, instead of instead of this pirate on his knees there, two other pirates are there before you. Uh, it is Rubert and Celeste, uh, but already before you can react, Celeste's vine, or thorn whip snaps out at, who does it snap out at? Jules, Phil, or Zelnern? Probably Phil. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm attacking at the same time. I'll kill her! <laughs> are you still frightened? <laughs> Ah! <laughs> uh, the thorn whip you know your your bullet from your little cannon strikes the thorn whip in the air dissipating the magic of one canceling out the other phil um, get back danny ocean is that you <laughs> no one no one can know <laughs> i pull out my i raise my dagger in the air uh, the five of you have found each other down in the cellar, but that pirate is getting away on the other side of this wine rack. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Did he just hop on the door? Well, he was already on the door when oh. it rotated. <laughs> Do you go to chase that pirate? Do you pull the wine rack? Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah, the same movement without even, like, I'll just, like, make awkward eye contact <laughs> as I just continue around. What? Wait, he's going to tell us where the beans are. <laughs> Uh, well, because he, he was on the door that uh, rotated to the other side. Do you all hop onto the wine rack door so that you all will rotate with uh, with uh, mm-hmm. uh, Rubert as he turns it? Well, no, yeah. someone should stay here just in no, case. I'll, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'll stay off. All right, Phil and Zelnern stay behind, which is the right call because the guy didn't get off of it. He stayed on. So it rotates, putting uh, Jules, <laughs> uh, uh, Celeste, and Rubert in the... Uh, living quarters and dumps the bandit back out at the feet of uh 
Zelnern and Phil in the cellar with the corpse. Uh, he looks and says, I didn't try to flee. Please, this place is haunted. Do you two uh, take him at that word? I look at Zelnern and just waiting for him to give me the word. My knife's in the air. <laughs> don't, don't hurt him. He's okay now. He understands he made a mistake by attacking us. So do you pull um, him then. off of the rotating uh, wine? Mm-hmm. I pull him off. All right, you pull him off, and then you maybe call out to your friends on the other side that uh, you have the bandit so they don't go seeking him without you? Yeah. We, we have him in here. He's okay. Rubert, you hear that shout. Do you you pull the wine again? I pull the wine again. <laughs> so Rubert's so just dizzy. been there. <laughs> I know. Yeah, the dizzy three stumble out of the... Uh, stumble out of the uh, wine tr- uh, door and back into the cellar with the body, uh, as well as the cellar with the uh, pirate who's willing to confess it all. Let's hear him out. Confess your I, sins. I put my arm around him. It's a friendly, it's a friendly gesture, but it's also kind of intimidating because I am holding him kind of. Like that, like that strong <laughs> grip on the shoulder. Speak, friend. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he immediately starts fessing up and says, well, about what? What do you What do you want to know? Can you tell well, me how then. to fax this musket? He looks over and says, oh, I don't know a thing about that. That was Finney's thing. Oh. I know you gotta, like, you put... I, I can think of it. I think it was like, yeah. First, you pour in some uh, powder that he's got. He's got it on his belt. And then you, I think you shove that rod in there. I don't know. And then you, you pull the trigger and it goes, bam. Okay, I'll figure this out. Thanks. What did you ask, Zelnern? Uh, so that's how he attempted to explain it. You realize Phil knows how these things work. I'll hand it to Phil. Phil, you've been given a rifle for a musket. Um. I, I, I load it and hand it back to her. Sweet. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, what was Zellner asking? Where are the beans? <laughs> <laughs> the beans, uh, well, most of them, you know, we don't, we don't keep too many in here. Uh, there's a few off in the caverns, but, uh, you know, in the living quarters, well, there's just, uh, there's just food and drink in, in, in that living quarters. He points to their side of the wine uh, oh, yeah. door. Just There's a ham. Drink in there. But hey, uh, well, and then there's also uh, the rooms we don't go into in here. They used to be good, but that bastard wi- deck wizard, he sure made those rooms unusable. What did he do to them? Well, we had a couple crew die in there. Well, after the alchemist did some weird experiments, but then in that, that bastard deck, deck wizard Punteka, he got a, he got all sorts of dark. I don't know. He worked some kind of magic. They're all skeletons in those rooms. Skeletons and heck, even the alchemist is a skeleton in there. So that's all that's in. That's all that's in the cellar. We got the. We got. We got the captain's room. We got skeleton rooms, and we got our living quarters. The beans is kept in the caverns. What's the beast you were talking about? Oh, he he likes to call. Well, we all call this. 
we all call our alchemist. He once was named Sanballat, but uh, we all call him the Beast now. Why? Because uh, he's a skeleton. The, it made sense at the time. Him... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you say skeleton, is that kind of like when you like walk on certain floors and there's yelling that happens? No, no. The the doorbell. Oh, so you it's know a... about that. That was one of Punketa's little tricks. It's a pretty cool trick. I really wanted to keep it. Yeah, it, it drives you insane. I mean, imagine that every time somebody comes home, the same All Hallows Eve door knocker goes off. <laughs> Sounds awful. So come on. Uh, you know, I, uh, look, I'm, I'm being good to you. I'm, I don't know who you are. And I, you got the flourish of a fighter. He points to Rubert. Uh, you know, you got, you got good... Strong intimidation, he points to Zelnern. You know what you're doing with firearms, he points to Phil. You like a crew or something? Or something. Well, do you like to join? We need a doctor. Okay. That... He looks and he says, I don't I don't know how to doctor, but but I'd love to help. Yeah, the first thing you can do to help is tell us more about this ghost ship. When does it dock? Oh, the sea ghost. Yeah, I mean, it's not a ghost ship, actually. You know that, right? It's yes, just I understand. It's tricks. Yeah, I understand it's people masquerading as ghosts to put on an air of terror and mystery to take advantage of the good people of the Shattered Isles. Yes. But I want to know more about its movements when it docks, what type it, of crew it has, and its weaknesses. They make port pretty irregularly, mostly just to resupply and uh, move a few a few beans around. Uh, you know, he winks again at uh, he winks again at Zelnern. Uh, wow. Zelnern's in on that. Really, what it's all about is a uh, you know they they talk irregularly, but they're supposed to be here to, uh, tomorrow uh, night. Or midday, sorry, it should be here tomorrow midday when the storm, there's supposed to be a storm rolling in. Punketa always makes them cover, or travel under cover of storm. They come in and, uh, well, there's a, there's a signal, you see, to make sure it's all right. To make sure that uh, not everything's, or there's nothing gone wrong here. We use a bullseye lantern. Uh, we take it and uh, we flash it in a couple certain ways to make sure, uh, to signal that it's safe. And if it's safe, they come on in and uh, unload. Hmm. What's this symbol? Or sorry, oh. yeah, no, it is what happens. Uh, you flash the bullseye lantern, and he starts to say it, but then he gets to make a wisdom saving throw. Wait a second! If I tell you, you won't need me. Hey, Celeste, can I see that rifle for a second? I forgot to do something with it. What was that? We're not going to shoot him. Well, let me just see it for a second. I have well, to check something. You better not shoot him. Just hand it to me. Promise me you're yeah, not going to... I promise no. I won't shoot him. No, no, no. We're not going to kill every single guy we meet. I'm so tired of that. All right. I pull out my arcane firearm and hold it to his head, like pressed against his head. Tell us what you know. Uh, make an intimidation there. You lied to me. I got a 20. Uh, he immediately blabbers out, long, short, short, short. That's what they send us to ask if it's safe. We we send them back, short, long, short, long. Everything's safe. Uh, 
But then they'll send us long, 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 which means ready to unload, bringing ship into harbor. Okay. Can I, that's all I know. Long, can I do short, like a short. sense motive? Uh, you, you you successfully intimidated him. So it's the the sea ghost will come into the cove and signal long short. Or from sorry, the sea ghost at harbor or out in the water will signal long, short, short. Sorry, long, short, short, short. Uh, then they'll flash back from the manor house, short, long, long, long. And then, or, and that's what they do if everything's safe. Um, so he's basically just given you a way to lure the sea ghost into thinking that its caverns are safe. Uh, he's also get, told you that the sea ghost will be here tomorrow night. Um, it's currently the middle of the night, so that gives you a good amount of time to prepare and to still clear the uh, remaining crew out of this uh, space. Ooh, I have an idea. And I look at Phil, I'm like, Phil, this is a perfect time for traps. He can help you figure out the best spots to make traps. Uh, I'm still too angry and scared. I say, tell us where the beans are. <laughs> uh, he blabbers out and says, there, there's a couple, there ought to be a couple on board the sea ghost. But then there's, there's others down in the caverns. We even got one guy named Ned. Uh, he's down in there. He's quite the talker, uh, that guy. Uh, we like to keep him around. But, but, but there's others in the caverns. The hobgoblins are keeping them. I put my pistol Goblins? away. You got a couple hobgoblin crew. Uh, old, old hobgoblin warriors that uh, their ship marooned out here. They lost their captain somewhere along the li- uh, lines, somewhere off in the wizards. And now they're just down here. They've been working for our crew for a few years. You recall the hobgoblin that you met in the... Uh, in the uh, sunken citadel, who Dern, uh, yeah, Dern, who was a uh, hobgoblin warrior whose ship crashed and then turned to goblin pirate, uh, or turned to goblin ch- war chief, uh, basically as his only uh, hope, who was trying to get out and join a crew and then tried to steal your vessel from you. Um, it's a terrible idea, but I want to reunite Dern with his crew. <laughs> <laughs> um. So how many of you are there at this part? He stops thinking for a moment as I count through how many there are. Will you count? Can I start taking that plate off that dead body? Yeah. I do that thing. You don't want to wear a plate aboard the ship, Phil. I got this bag that I can put all my shit in. I can switch out my armor whenever I want. That's not... Um, I'm okay. Don't tell me how to live my life. Can we give him some grog or something? <laughs> no. It's poison! Even if I give it to you? They poison the... <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> can I, like, cast Bless or something on him to chill him out? Jules, you got any magic to help Phil? To help him what? I probably just need like 10 more minutes. Five more minutes. For what? I don't Chris know. Frightens. Spell, even oh, though he's only not. It's for an hour, so you're you're frightened for the rest of this uh, adventure unless someone dispels magic or, on you. Jules, do you have that? I don't, unfortunately. Well, none of us do. It's a third level spell. Uh, oh, Lesser Restoration also would do it. It's a second level spell. Um, so he uh, blathers out after thinking, 
Well, after the six we lost to that uh, to uh, Punketa's little necromancy, uh, and he points off in the direction of the room that he called the skeleton room, and minus the uh, alchemist Sanballat, that's I say drops a seven, and then you killed uh, two in the other room. I bet drops us nine. Shit, I don't think there's more than seven of our crew left in this whole base. Oh. Do you all sleep up here? There's ten beds. Well, we did. We cleared out a few beds after... After the incident with Punketa and his little necromancy. Tell us more about this Punketa. He's a rat bastard of a deck wizard. The whole ship would be better without him. Maybe we just wait behind this wall till they all come up to sleep, and then we murder them. Or, Ruber, you and I disguise ourselves. We go down there and we tell them that we gotta come upstairs for a meeting. And then we murder them all. Actually, I like that plan quite a bit. Maybe we take something of a uh, a quick uh, slumber up in this room real quick. Jules, Jules can like conjure a big pot of doubloons and they all get excited and run in here and then I'll uh, work on when that. You, when you give him the chance, he's, uh, the uh, the pirate at your feet says, Pukenta's a right bastard of a deck wizard. Uh, he, he's got all sorts of magic, though, that keeps him so valuable. He knows how to conjure the wind, and he's got this special, uh, vial that when he uncorks it, it spreads fog, like an entire storm, all, an entire fog bank all around you. He does deals with the hags of the Queen Illyria, kind <laughs> of a creepy fellow. Uh, this guy, he, he teleports around at will. He can conjure lightning, the the power of the Storm Lord from his fingertips. I kid you not. He summons fog clouds. I once saw someone try to fight him. They swung against him. Magic bounced the blow off of his uh, cloth. Magic bounced the blow off. It's like he's wearing some sort of armor for mages. <laughs> wow. And the worst part is I've seen him disguise himself as others in the crew just to spy on us. He's a real creep. Once he pretended to be me for a whole hour, the rest of the crew called me a changeling and made me sleep in the caverns. In the caverns. Ship ship sounds awful. How do we know he isn't Punketa? I'll kill him. (laughs) I'm not Punketa. I'm not Punketa. If I was, I would have teleported out of here. Zelnern, hold him back. Hold him back. <laughs> uh, I've so, got him. I've got him. Show yourself, wizard. <laughs> uh, he holds his hand up and says, I'm not, I'm not Pukenta. My name's Hollis. Hollis Bonnie. Hollis Bonnie. Well, my friends not- call me the bull. The bull. Well, you Hollis not- the bull. <laughs> This feels like a joke I'm not understanding. It's not a joke. You know, I'm, I'm strong, and everyone can make an insight check on him. What's your uh, favorite fruit? Just <laughs> 15? Uh, you can tell that Hollis is, uh, he is called the bull, although he's trying to, he's lying about the reason for why he is called the bull. It is not because he's big and strong. Is it, he might is be big and strong. Fruit, is it pineapple by chance? He looks at you and says, 
I don't need fruit. And he smiles with a mouthful of rotten teeth. <laughs> okay. Well, Hollis, you seem an honest man. And Hollis the help. bull. Sure. I don't ha- I'm no not gonna use your nickname. I'm not gonna quit bragging, yeah. Hollis. Yeah, I'm not gonna use your nickname every time I refer to you, alright? But you've helped us out quite a bit. If you acquiesce and don't turn on us, I think perhaps we could I could foresee you working on the Melora's Borealis. He he looks at you and says, Is that some kind of carnival? <laughs> Honestly? No. In a well, kind of. <laughs> not wrong. Yeah, you're not entirely incorrect. No, it is a... You haven't heard of it yet, but I, I assure you, everywhere in the Shattered Isles, its name will be shouted in grand songs and <clears throat> but yes you could uh, you ain't imperialist pigs are you oh excuse you <clears throat> i spit on the ground he smiles with broken rotting teeth and says i didn't count me in <laughs> all right well first things first we have to get rid of this punketa and rid the shattered isles of this sea ghost but we may need Whatever you help. need to do. I, uh, he kind of points to his wounds and says, I'm kind of worse for wear here. Plus, I don't much want to go killing my fellow crewmates. Well, maybe you could help us persuade some of them to our side then. Maybe so. we don't need he, to kill everyone in this port. He thinks it over for a moment and he says, Oh, that might work, but... Uh, well, the hobgoblins, they're easy to turn. Offer them any amount of money and they'll probably turn from us if it's the easier path. But the rest of the crew, uh, they've been they've been with, uh, they've been under Captain uh, Sigurd Snake Eyes for a good amount of time. And he's got one of his mates here in the, uh, in the cavern. They're not gonna betray, uh, they're not gonna betray uh, his mate. Bloody Bjorn, they wouldn't betray him. You'd have to kill Bjorn, you kill him, well, then the others might uh, be willing to to change sides. The hobgoblins, though, they'll fight till the last unless offered money to change. They're a dishonorable lot. So we just leave Bjorn up here. That could be easy enough. He kind of looks to side and says, I, that could work. I mean, I'm not much of a liar. I, uh, I don't have a good poker face, he says. And you realize how quickly he was like, I'm going to tell you everything. <laughs> no, yeah, leave, leave the lying to us. Um, so, yeah, I think you, if you bring us in and you vouch for our honesty and skill, then we will do the rest of the talking. Um, he nods to that and then points out, but just so you know, some trickery, that's not going to win the boys to your side. If you go do some sneaky thing like deceiving a Bjorn off, a bloody Bjorn it back here on his own, kill him quietly, you know, a good sneak job, the rest of the crew is not going to believe it and they're definitely not going to respect you. 
doing some sneak job like that's gonna make him want to fight you to the death. Ribert, you should challenge him to one-on-one combat. Oh, you are rethink my mind, Phil. <laughs> uh, he nods at that and says, that might be the way of it. Yes, I think I think a show in front of the rest of the crew in Portier would be just the thing. Classic. Scare you, chaotic normies. Sorry about that. It's just me, your friend Ryan, who plays your favorite bard, Ruby Gray Sand, on Chaotic Normal The Shattered Isles. Thanks so much for the listen, the download, all your support. Don't forget to support us even more by rating and reviewing on iTunes. And that's about it. Like, like, subscribe, comment, uh, use your Twitch Prime. Can I get some primers in the chat? Uh, send any questions, concerns, comments, uh, how to make a uh, homemade AC unit, uh, or how to fix one. Send any of those videos to chaoticnormalpod at gmail.com, and we'll be back at it once again next week with more of the exciting tales of Melora's Borealis and Chaotic Normal The Shattered Isles. But until next week, you know what I always say. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.